Hi to all who are listening. Uh, this episode falls on the week of Thanksgiving, so if you observe Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving to you and your loved ones. Stay safe and enjoy your time uh, with your family, with your friends, or by yourself. That's okay, too. If you don't observe Thanksgiving, well, good day to you, sir or madam, and carry on with the rest of your week. Uh, tune in and enjoy. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the Survival of Us podcast. I am the captain, and I am joined today by uh, Dr. Big Forehead, Chief Hiccup, and the Warden. And we will be talking about, in this episode, that lovely, lovely topic, the apocalypse. Um, apocalypse, in the traditional sense, just simply means unveiling. I know a lot of people seem to believe it means the end of the world, but in the literal meaning, it just meant an unveiling or a revealing or whatever. But nobody uses that anymore, so we're not going to get technical and pedantic. Um, there is. I been, love how we're like thirty seconds into this, and I've a, already learned something. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a discussion with know a that. Uh, history PhD friend of mine, uh, who explained to me that apocalyptic literature, in the tr- sense that we understand it, you know, end of the world, hasn't really come to be- didn't really come about until uh, you know the nineteen fifties because obvious reasons, atomic warfare. Um, hmm. That being said, if you are any student of history, you'll find that there's been an obsession with the end of the world going back forever and ever and ever and ever ago. Um, honestly, probably the, after the man, uh, probably after man first started walking upright and started watching half of his uh, pack die, they probably started speculating on the end of the world. So, with us hmm. leading into that, let's talk about the apocalypse. Are you okay. worried about the apocalypse, guys? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Oh my somewhat. goodness, that intro. That was yeah. that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I'm I might be getting a cold, so I am digging into my last ounces of insane energy right now. So <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So as we talk about the apocalypse, we are also happening to talk about the end of our lovely captain. How sad. Yeah. Of so what? yeah. Nothing, don't worry about it. Yeah. So, I don't think really, the apocalypse you're is really something happy, to... by the way. Oops. Me? Not you. I know. No, we're at least. Uh, hiccup. Or hiccup, whatever his name is. <laughs> Fine. I don't think these uh, names are going to okay, stick. Okay, apocalypse guys. We're just going to end up saying each other's names. Anyway. Anyway, apocalypse, anyway, yes. I'll, I'll do my, I'll do my best we... to understand what you're saying. Okay, I'll do my best to keep talking like I can and figure out why things are choppy. Sudden silence. So, Um, the question on the table is currently, is anybody here actually worried about the apocalypse? I vote no. I'm not either. I don't know what you just said. Uh... Hiccup has Hiccup said that he is not worried about the apocalypse, but because the question is, do any of us personally, is any of us here of the four of us personally worried about the apocalypse? Hiccup and myself vote both vote no. Oh, no, I, I would also vote no. Unless you, I mean, so, unless we want to talk about. Uh oh. What? I just said uh oh because here it comes. <laughs> the true dark comes. side. I'm about to take <laughs> the paranoia side that we've this. never heard before. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I'm about to like turn this boat slightly, but not completely. But anyways, yesterday on 
was it yesterday? I don't know. The other day on Twitter, uh, Civil War 2 was trending. Uh, because oh god! <laughs> I knew you. I knew you were gonna <laughs> comment on that. Because I'm sure you could guess why. All political impeachment, blah blah blah, and so. Uh, but not that long. I don't know when. When did I last move into my house? Anyways, a few months ago, I was talking to my cousin about telling her how I was more. I thought it was more likely. I wasn't like. Scared, but I thought it was more likely that the U.S. would have a civil war because people would think something had started when it really hadn't, but they would just think that because of stuff they saw on social media, that that was more likely to happen than, it, oh, than a war in a different country between us and some other country. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Like a, it wasn't like a fear yeah, I, I could, had, I could but see I'm like, that. we are that stupid sometimes that I feel like... <laughs> That's kind of how, anyways. Well, yeah, that I mean, shows you got to. little faith I, mean, I have in, anyways. Uh, well, you got to understand. The South started the war of northern aggression. Think about that. Anyway, so, uh, Dr. Big Forehead, what did you think about the apocalypse? I mean, I'm somewhat worried about it, but not like a whole lot. Well, good. I'm glad that you gave like a, a, a differing vote, even if it's not by a whole lot. Can you tell us your worries, please? Um, that's a hard one. Um, like, I don't know how to explain it. Do your best. Um, like if all the... I mean, I don't want to say, like, zombies or anything, but, like, that's always kind of a worry of mine. Like, when because you, you're not worried about zombies, but you're, like, what worried? Like, a global pandemic, um, crippling economy, poverty, breakdown of society, nuclear war. Robots. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. Okay, basically, so. Basically so, all of the above. You're just basically worried about something coming in and changing all of the reality that we know right now. Yeah, basically. All right. So so basically the next social media. But I'm kidding. Anyway, all right. Ah! (laughs) I actually like that one. (laughs) But, I mean, I get that. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, you got to understand. I'm pretty sure everyone here remembers the 2008 global recession um i remember when i heard that news and i was just like all right i'm gonna be poor forever great you know Uh, (laughs) yeah i get that is that what you're talking about big big forehead like something that triggers this changing of not just a few people but practically everyone like that type of thing Yes. Okay. I kind of feel like before we go forward, we need to talk about the different kinds of apocalypse. Okay. I think everyone here don't really believe the zombie apocalypse is going to be a thing. Is that? I mean, it could. (laughs) (laughs) 
The only th I, I, I'm not going like, to say that's not going to I like happen. the assumption that we're all on the same page, and then all of a sudden, just because you want to, Listen, you decide to, like, step out and say, well, maybe. All right. I so mean, we have a maybe on the zombie apocalypse. I want to go back to fair. that. Uh, atomic bomb apocalypse. Or could we just have a global war apocalypse? Is that a worry? I think that's possible, but not very likely. I think, I think it's possible I, from North Korea. No, I still, uh, I still, okay. I think I still would stand by just a U.S. Civil War apocalypse before a global. Uh, uh, I think every, okay, but that's honestly, just, I feel like everybody would just sit around and laugh at it. Okay, but that's not that's that's not. I mean, <laughs> I know that's, that's not just, an apocalypse. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not an apocalypse. That's just an end of a history books, um, American history oh. books being printed in Texas. Um, oh, okay. oh, wow. I am in a mood, guys. Yeah, I'm well, sorry. I have so, I hope guys. you voted to keep your guns because you just fired yeah. a lot of shots there. I did. Okay, so and, we, we, so okay. global uh, pandemic. How about that? That, I think, is actually kind of possible. But again, not enough for me to stay up at night. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, I think I think that's about what I would say with the warfare too. I think people are just a little bit too hesitant to actually make a full world world war. Um, we're I so, mean, because war is bad for business. Some business, some business that's really good, but uh, I, I I mean we're just we're so deep into technological weaponry now that it's like. Mm -hmm. If somebody's just like, oh, I'm going to bomb the entire country of the United States. It's like, well, no, you're not. Like, well, you're not. It doesn't matter yeah. how many. It, it literally doesn't matter how many rockets you shoot. I'm sure we have something to shoot it out of the air. I, and I will also... We might miss a few. We might get completely bombed and shelled, but it's not going to be a whole country. And it's not going to be, you know, just I mean, savage I would also warfare say... like we've had over the world wars. So it's going to yeah. be different if I would, it does happen. I don't think it. I don't think it'd be all encompassing anymore. And I would say, like, I promise you, before the bullet starts flying, Exxon Mobil, Facebook, Apple, um, Dow Jones, they'd all be like, "Guys, can we not war? I can't buy a yacht anymore." Okay. <laughs> I want to so. keep my factory making phones. I don't want to make bullets. Yeah, so you know, I can't have. I can't have my cocaine and prostitutes if we war, all right? So we not war, yeah. and they will bribe the senators. All if right. If you start war, yeah. we are going to secede. You, you yeah. can't secede. You're a business. I can secede. I own half of California. Yeah, so. exactly. You know, yeah, because I, we, I, I hear our, that. our god is the Benjamin. So, <laughs> um, yes. So, okay. So that's war. Uh, pandemic. Feelings on that? Are, are there any other apocalypse I'm not thinking of? So, hold on. Like, when we're talking pandemic now, okay. What what is? Yes. Pandemic. What is your idea of pandemic? I mean, well, we can take the 1918 flu, um, if I remember correctly. Okay, so you're you're talking like something that comes in and wipes out entire groups of people because of a sickness that can either not be cured or it is just overwhelming on its scale. Are you there? Right? I, yeah, I, I missed 
a good portion of what you said. Yeah, me too. Sorry, I, I asked. I asked if you're talking about a pandemic being something along the lines of a disease that spreads across either a whole country or a whole world that is uncontrollable. I'm when I say pandemic, I mean like, um, let, let's say out of every region in the world, uh, one out of every at at the very least one out of every eight people drops dead. Oh wow! You know? Okay, and it's, so we're not like we're not talking about like you know half a hemisphere is gone. I'm talking like. Lots of people dead across the world or maybe in a region where, like, it's crippling and it affects the global community, you know? I'm not even talking like uh, everybody wakes up with super cold and we're all dead. I'm not, that's, I'm not even taking it that far. You know? <laughs> Just something that alters the overall population by killing people through disease. Yeah, I mean, picture the Black Death, where up to one-third to one-half of Europe dropped dead. Uh, picture mm -hmm. the 1918 influenza, which, if I remember, I'm, I don't have the stats on that off the top of my head, but for some reason I want to say, like, one-third of the population died globally. But I could be wrong on that. Um, yeah. Think of that. Um, if I remember correctly, there was, there's a ye olde Justinian plague that happened. I'm a fan of history, guys. Uh, the mm -hmm. Justinian flag, um, I think that, like, that wiped out half of the global population. Half. <laughs> you know? That's a lot of population. Um, that is a lot of population. Yeah, so fun. stuff like that, you know? And that's not even getting into zombies, because zombies are stupid. <laughs> so. I'd like to hear your thoughts on zombies. No, you. Oh, goodness, don't get me started. Anyway. <laughs> When I was, I, I, okay, no, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna throw my what? two cents on the table here. What? what? He's throwing his two cents. All on of us the are table, just saying. Okay. Yes, yeah. that's what I said. Oh, good! Uh, I did hear it all. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw my two cents on the table here and say I don't think something would come up that would wipe out that sort of percentage of the population because mm -hmm. i'm i'm sitting here thinking back of recent history what has happened that we could actually pin and say this was a scary disease that killed people that we worked through and it's like mm, so the first one that comes to mind is the h1n1 mm -hmm. and it's like that was bad we had people die so you don't think it was a quick scare, mm -hmm. but we found enough stuff to fix it and work through it that it's not, it's not even in the news anymore. You know, so I'm you not saying that we got rid of it, but to invent a new awful disease somehow. Ah, uh, chemical warfare, um, or a biotoxin or something like that. I don't, I honestly don't know. I know there's a lot of stuff out there that can kill people. There's just way too much out there that can kill people and i know that when individuals get desperate enough they're willing to take dramatic measure measures so if they suddenly decided whoever they is if they suddenly decided to create a biochemical weapon that was unstoppable i i guess it could happen 
but I'm still kind of banking on the fact that, number one, people don't want to accidentally kill themselves, so they're not going to mess with something that's completely unstoppable. And number two, we're, we're just so, so touchy with everything right now that I don't think we'd... I don't think we'd ever get to the point where there's an actual whole war area. Like, I'm sure war is going to happen, and I'm sure it's going to be a continuous process, but I don't think that we're going to reach that level of war anytime soon, just because everybody's so afraid of what that would do, because we're so far advanced in the weaponry that we have. Like, we literally could crack the surface of the Earth. Like... There, there have been bomb tests that they were so much bigger than they expected that if they had actually detonated it on the surface of the ground, like purposefully blew up a place on the ground, like a city, then it would actually cut a hole into slices of the earth that would break apart entire, you know, like, oh man, I'm, I'm rambling at this point, but like... I think the way that they worded it was they we have weaponry that if they actually detonated it onto the ground, then it would cause ruptures where there are actual um, like fault lines in the ground, and we would literally tear holes into the ocean and break apart countries. Like that's how powerful some of our weapons are now, and we just kind of hold on to those. And so I think if anybody's going to start something that worldwide. I think it's going to be quick. I don't think it's going to be a chemical that they're going to wait for. I think it's... If somebody's insane enough to use all that they have, then it's going to be noticeable. So I don't think it's going to be a sickness. That was a really long way to say I don't think it's going to be a sickness. Gotcha. So you think... Okay, if I was hearing all that right, because it was breaking up a little bit, you think if there... Hypothetically speaking, if there was going to be an apocalypse, it would be more fast and to the point because of man-made weapons than fast and than a slower... Yeah, I mean, you, you asked a question of if people are going to use a biochemical weapon to create a pandemic. I, I don't see it. Because if they do decide to do that, if they do decide to make something that makes millions of people sick and all of these things and people dying... And I'm I'm gonna assume the likelihood of a country doing that is kind of small. Honestly, I'm really because hard it's so. Up. Can anybody else hear him? <laughs> no. no, sorry. Uh, hmm. Keep trying. We're trying. Well, my audio's fine because everything's recording just fine. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know that it's recording you fine, but I just feel bad because I feel like I can't really uh, contribute when you're talking then because I don't know what you're saying half the time. Right, right, no. Well, then you guys go ahead and I'll see what I can do on my end. All right. You guys? Um, join yeah. us back. Sorry. Right. Join us back soon. Oh, that's not really okay. Sentence structure. Anyway. Um. Alright, so, here's our question. If there was an apocalypse, what would be your survival strategy plan? Or something along those lines. Go underground. Oh, come on, be more detailed than that. 
<laughs> I mean, like, how are you gonna get there? Go underground. Where are you gonna? How I don't long? Know, dig a hole. <laughs> oh boy. So you're just gonna plant yourself like I mean, a like, seed? Uh, yes, I am. You're just gonna. All I'm gonna see is just you and your shorts and your shoes just sticking out of the ground. I'm okay with that. And you're gonna wait out the apocalypse that way. Your no, cat would I mean, be like, meowing back and forth right above where you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, of course, dig a hole, get a like underground bunker kind of thing. Get your non-perishables down there. So you'd go straight to crap. Do. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to be like one of those, like, no offense, like one of those preppers, like when they go all out on these things. Right. But, I mean, a somewhat useful one so that I can survive at least a little while. Hey. You know? Uh, yeah. I can see that. I mean, okay, I'll be... This is going to be a drum. I'm going to keep beating, but I'm going to keep beating it. Um, I kind of feel like the traditional narratives of, you know, apocalypse happening that we've been fed is baloney. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> I, that's I really that's think probably fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see it, that. But, um, you know, I kind of feel like in any crisis situation, what I see happen time and time again, and I feel like this is what I would do, is you come together as a community, you know, you find other survivors or other people, you know, whatever, who are just trying to get by, and you help each other, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And... I mean, we're going with a very broad overview of what the apocalypse is, because I don't know, I don't think we want to get into detail, but, you know, I'm, I'm a firm subscriber in survival in numbers, you know? Um, How fitting, since this is called the survival of us. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I look at the narratives of the guys, like, well, I'm going to go, and, and not to put you on the spot, big forehead, but I look at the the narratives are like, you know, I'm going to be, you know, the post-apocalyptic cowboy, you know, uh, going to pull my boot, pull myself up by my bootstraps by myself and, uh, you know, beat the zombies. It, it's just, it's, that's bull crap. Okay. I mean, <laughs> we, that's, oh, that's right. not, you know, we as a, that's not how we as a, as a society survived. All right. We got together in our hunting gathering, hunting gatherer communities discovered farming ate all the bears that would have eaten us you know and then and that's how we got over it and that's how we got over sickness war famine disease you know every time we got together and if we didn't we all all die it didn't matter because nobody would be there to write the history books anyway so yeah i mean you're right yeah that that he much is true is, honestly <laughs> i'm what I said you, he said you're right, and I said you usually are, honestly. Uh, well, I wouldn't go that far. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just I my two—that's just my two cents in my, you know, grumpy sort of way. Yeah, we've got I'm, a lot of pocket change on the table right now. <laughs> you dump, are you just dumping out your whole change drawer right now? That's right. Uh, yes. From the bottom. But that's my two it. cents. So somebody else. I think all the kids that say they don't like vegetables would suddenly 
not make it, they'd either not survive or they would learn to like vegetables because, I don't know, if there's an apocalypse, I am not quite sure how all these Pop-Tart factories, candy factories, I'm not sure how, those, how they're going <laughs> to Really, like, you're going to have victory gardens intact. And then us yeah. people that are in our 20s but yet know how to can like we've lived in the 20s will be able to make it. I, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to make it. You know the coffee shipments are going to stop. Yeah, yeah, I would be quite worried about <laughs> but, it. But with, but with coffee, you can grow it. Not Why? here. Not where he lives. He's got, you'd have to move. I'm not giving away where you yeah. live. There's a lot of places in the world that you can't really grow coffee. I, and coffee it requires a society to work, okay? I can't just make my own coffee, okay? You better so. start. Just, just move to, move to, move to Columbia. I am firmly <laughs> invested in making sure society as a whole works, okay? Because I like society. I like my coffee and my internet and my... <laughs> well, really, that's all I need. <laughs> I need more than that, but still, you know. I, I like my society, my internet, my books. You know, everything that my ancestors broke their backs for to give me, all right? And it would be a spit in the face of my ancestors who died of smallpox, fought in wars, um, who came all this way to give me all this wonderful 21st century crap, all right? So let's honor our ancestors by not throwing it away, not throwing it away in some sort of, you know, infantile fantasy, so... That was like your two dollars. All right, worth. fine, but but if we do go into this whole like strange fantasy sort of apocalypse, I am definitely gonna be one of those ranger type people that helps get shipments to different different settlements. That is so my job. Okay, I mean that does sound like You're a cool. You're doing what? See that. With shipments? You're doing what? I'd be I'd be like one of the guys that helps escort those shipments to different settlements to make uh, sure that everybody gets supplies yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. You would do that. That would be my job. <laughs> Bringing back so, the old so uh, caravan. Forehead can go sit underground. I am going to actually like go escort things because I couldn't handle sitting underground. It's not that that doesn't sound like I would live longer if I did that. It's more like. I think I'd spend like four days underground, and then I'd just be like, no, it, I just, I can't do this anymore. Somebody give me an axe. I'm just going to go outside and make it work. Uh, eh, it's not for everybody. <laughs> Warden, what would you do? I'd if, probably be the one know. canning the food, so then Hiccup could go take it to people. Okay. No, yeah, I do. I mean... Part of me says, yeah, I'd turn into a hermit and just disappear, but I know that's not true. I would, I would somehow, my, I feel like all my camp lessons and skills would just go into overdrive. Mm. <sighs> I actually had a dream last night yep. that, um, this is kind of weird that it was last night and now we're talking about this. I had a dream last night that. I was walking around outside. I don't really know where or with who, but there were other people. And there were these little white bug type things. And somebody picked one up and realized that it was a mini spy robot thing by the government. And then we realized that these things are just walking all over the ground. And it was just really weird. 
Wow. So, I don't know. That's kind of apocalyptic, but. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Oh. Um. Okay, so I think we we've established that none of us really take takes the whole end of the world thing seriously. Um. Shoot, but, I don't know what. Okay, hang on. Somebody tried calling me, and now my headphones are disconnected, so I don't know anything you just said. Sorry, okay. I feel like I'm really messing up the the audio on this. That that's fine. And, and um, there's an echo too. Oh shoot, I hear an echo. Hang on, hang on. Yeah, the uh, the Bluetooth headphones kicked off. Poopy. To, to any listeners, we're doing the best we can with what we got, okay? <laughs> so so yeah, if you support us not. more, this won't happen as much. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll be able to buy a better tech. <laughs> Way to guilt trip our listeners. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Or, 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 sh- or shaking this buy a new headset. I'm back. I'm back. Oh, dear. Hi, Warren. Welcome back. Time. Yes, we heard you. No, you're not. Okay. Um, I, don't, anyway. I didn't hear anything you said when I was talking. That's okay. I will start again. So, I think we firmly established that none of us really take the whole end of the world thing seriously. All right? Uh, but there are people who do. And they're called preppers. It's something we brought, we <laughs> talked about for a while. Um, <laughs> uh, opinions on them. And... I think when I say that, when we start talking about opinions on preppers, uh, you know, let's expand this because I don't, I don't personally know any preppers. All right, I do personally know a lot of people who are obsessed with. This is a kind of an apocalypse. They are obsessed with um, end of the age, Jesus is going to come back sort of deal. You know, which is mm. the original apocalypse. You know, so. Sure. Uh, well, I really shouldn't say the original, but it's a very famous one. Anyway, um, so uh, let's expand that. Because, like, again, like I said, none of us here, we're all going to be a little biased. None of us here take the end of the world kind of seriously. How do we feel about preppers, people who do obsess over the end of the world? Somebody talk other than me. Go. <laughs> I mean, uh, oh, well, I just, go for it. I, go for it. What? I'm not talking. You you do your thing. Oh, okay. I didn't know if your audio was doing that thing again where I couldn't hear you. I was going to say, nope. I, nope. I understand prepping for things to an extent. You know, like the power goes out or whatever. But I don't know. For me personally, preppers, I, it seems a little to the extreme, I guess, because... If the world's going to end, the world's going to end. Like, maybe that's just, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Not that I'm worried about it, but it's just, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a fair idea. Like, if a nuclear bomb is going to come and hit and, like, wipe out half of civilization, what are you going to do about it? Like, Like, really? And if you spend, you know, like... 100% of your time fighting to learn how to survive in these terrible, awful, bitter conditions. Okay, great. Like, you're probably going to be in charge of one of those settlements that we just talked about in the fantasy apocalypse world. But everybody else that's coming to that is going to be, like, fairly average as far as the 
survival instinct goes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, okay, I feel like this needs to be said. But all right. we're all assuming... Because I kind of feel like this is something that the preppers don't acknowledge, all right? So we take your random doomsday scenario. Mm-hmm. Everyone assumes that they're going to survive. Am I the only one who goes, oh, global epidemic? Yeah, I'm going to be one of the casualties. Uh, nuclear bomb goes off. If I don't go out in, init in the initial flash, I'm good. <laughs> you know, nuclear fallout's going to get me. You know, okay. like... But this is my question. Let's say, like, a nuclear bomb goes off or whatever... From the location, the general location that we all live in, are we at risk for that? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, again, we're using a very contrived, <laughs> I, know, you know, I know, but I'm saying, like, yeah. East Coast and West Coast is kind of where we at, probably. Like, hypothetically speaking, of course, government, uh, coast, I mean, I know. you know, Maybe Chicago. There, there could be a... There could be a secret military bunker beneath my feet that the government didn't tell us about. You, know, you never know what the Amish were up to. Yeah, I know. That was Amish. Anyway. I, I always have to bring them back. <laughs> Building their barns oh in one day. <laughs> anyway. Oh so, I mean, like, I guess here's what I feel is the problem with preppers and talking about the end of the world. Uh, nobody ever assumes they're going to be one of the initial casualties, you know? And, I mean, like, like part of me does get, if you want to build your underground bunker, fine, you know? But it's, it's, I, whenever there is some, whenever somebody talks about, oh, well, when this horrible, if I was in a war, you know, I'd totally be a war hero, you know? If this awful thing happened, I would totally be, you know, the protagonist that jumps in. Sure. Right. No. Right. No. You are going to be. I'm sorry, but yeah, eighty percent of you are just flat out wrong. Like yeah, ninety nine percent of, people, of you are going to be running, hiding, or dead already. Like, exactly. Ninety nine percent of people are going to become, you know, an NPC, and <laughs> so many people die in these awful things, and nobody assumes they're going to be one of those people who are going to die. And I'm just like, listen, the only thing I got going for me is I am about 200 pounds of bad attitude and muscle, all right? I can't see very well. I can't hear very well. I have very little charisma, you know, survival skills, cut put, all right? I know how to make a mean coffee. That's it, you know? I still can't get over the fact that you just literally called 80% of people NPCs. Like, I yeah. just... So I, many people I, are gonna miss that joke, but it was so good. Like that thanks. was that was on point, man. Good you're, job. you're welcome. But like all that to say, like I am very much aware. <laughs> you're of, welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm. I am aware of what I am. I am prime target target to be a casualty. You know, and <laughs> I accept that. I am so sorry. This just. I don't know why this is making me laugh so hard. I don't want you to die, but like, you just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. It seems like something that should probably be stated more often because, I mean, in all reality, like, yes, I would love to be that guy that, like, joins the protect the settlement group. You know, like, I think 
if I still had a role, that would be where I would want to slide in with. But in all honesty, like if we're talking, you know, if we're really talking a huge epidemic, whether it's nuclear fallout or if it's a, a pandemic or if it's, you know, food shortages or oil or whatever it is, like, yeah, there are a lot of people that are going to die and just not exist anymore. Like there are going to be a lot of people that don't get to be a character in the aftermath show or you know, walking on the broken landscape of nuclear fallout. Like, it, it's it's only in the movies and stuff that you see, like, 20 different people. But if you think about it, that's that's literally 20 different people that survived out of, like, the 100 million that were in that area. You know, so if we're talking something on a Hollywood level, yeah, yeah, it's probably a big thing to keep in mind that a lot of people just won't make it initially let alone with all of the prep that goes into it. Yeah. I'm done. You guys can say something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, big forehead, I'd like to hear your thoughts. You've been quiet for a while. Yeah. And I mean, I've already said that I'm going to be a casualty. So tell us, more, <laughs> tell us more about your underground lifestyle. Are there tunnels down there? Like, I mean, I'll probably be a casualty in at least a few months. Yeah, but you'll be, you'll survive a few more months than other people. Wait, you're not talking real life. Stop that. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm just saying that if I went underground during the apocalypse, I'd probably last a few months and then I'd die. Hmm. Under, you'd last well, a, few though, a few months underground. A few months is. Is that what you're saying? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? Like you're saying, you'd still go underground. But you you would last a few months but... underground. Yeah, I'd last a few months probably. Yeah. I feel like I would end up if if it were a real situation, I'd end up like surviving the initial thing just because I I usually am not where something like that happens. Like I'm not around major things even if it happens where i usually am i just happen to be like out of state or something and so i'd survive but then i'd i'd get myself killed by going and trying to find everybody that i know that that would be the unfortunate sir so i'd be off trying to find forehead in his underground whatever and i'd probably die like at his front door because he's just chilling and doing his thing that would be i could see that happening man well, I mean, I kind of feel like all you need is try to survive the first initial couple months, and then after that, you know, society would be, you know, hiccuping and clunking and groaning along, but nonetheless, it would it will be hiccuping, groaning, and clunking along. So you think it'd you be know? coming back at that point? I mean, you know, again, broad strokes. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, if you can survive the initial problem, uh, you know, maybe last the first three months after that, you know, society will start coming towards equilibrium. I think again, if you can you last, know. so no matter what time of year this said thing happens, if you can last the first winter. So if it happens in winter and you survive that winter, then you'll make it. But if it happens in the summer and it still hasn't been winter, you still got to survive winter. 
don't know. That's a good I point. just hate winter, so yeah. surviving winter any time of year is... <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not going to make the first month because the coffee's going to run out, so, you know. <laughs> so what you're saying is if you had to take so one let's thing to be stockpile real. now, it would be coffee. Well, okay, I'm, I'm going to kind of bring us towards the next point in our discussion, <laughs> which is this. Probably because wise. Because this is kind of what I've been wanting to say and kind of what I've been hinting at. Because, um, like, these end-of-the-world obsessions, you know, like, people who think about them. Um, my – because I used to be really worried about the end of the world, end of days, you know, Jesus coming back, rapture sort of thing. Uh, that's kind of what I grew up in. And, you know, I don't have the faith that I did when I was a kid. Uh, and that's, that's a podcast in its own. But, you know, I did realize, listen, if I call myself a Christian, uh, and I still do, you know, Jesus, regardless of when he's coming back, doesn't want me obsessing over when he's coming back. He wants me to love my neighbor as myself, you know, and, you know, because that's the, that's the greatest commandment. And so I look at people who are prepping for the end of the world. I look at people obsessing over it, and I go, stop <laughs> investing in death. Stop investing in your infantile fantasies. Stop investing in this horrible, horrible scenario. Invest in life. You know, invest in your fellow man. Instead of dumping, you know, $10 million into your super secret concrete man cave underground, <laughs> you know, take that $10 million and donate it to schools, you know, take that $10 million and donate it to humanitarian societies, donate it towards, take that $10 million and run a campaign on let's not end of the world, guys, you know, <laughs> so that's my thing. Like, I, I am increasingly skeptical of people who, like, don't take all this energy into trying to predict the end of the world. Don't take all this energy, you know, painting your enemies and, like, they just want to bring the end of the world. Take all your energy and try to make the world, try to make society, try to make the neighbors, try to make yourself a better person. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Somebody else. I feel talk. really happy for you that you got that all out. Thank you. <laughs> I feel, I feel like I should have been writing to, to stuff our down. listeners. It's funny because I'm usually a quiet person. So I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. You, I am. I mean, okay, yeah. I, mean, I, o- okay. I only open up to certain people. I know, so. but okay. Yeah. In that sense, yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> you, me, anyone listening to this podcast, it's only a few people. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like now I say this, um, of course, with all, all love and respect towards my fellow Christians, but I feel like sometimes Christians use the belief of Jesus coming back as an excuse for good or bad of their actions, um, if that makes sense. So like, yeah, go tell, go love on people more, go tell them about God more like that's a I feel like that'd be on the good side but then the well it doesn't matter or I'm not gonna try and open up this can of worms but I will the well there's not really a climate emergency 
it's just part of Jesus coming back. Like, that one just really gets me. Like, okay. Even if, I don't, okay, I won't go there, but. It doesn't. <laughs> do, do you really want. Like, the excuse that, or the, like, saying that I believe Jesus is coming back doesn't give me an excuse to treat the earth like crap. I, that's just my opinion, but, yeah. Okay. Now I'm, right. now we I'm don't want Jesus this in a really opposite direction. I'll stop. <laughs> We don't want Jesus to come back and be like, all right, everybody line up for spankings. So. <laughs> but he might. <laughs> you did what to the earth? Anyway, okay, yeah, anything more I about? left you alone with it for how long? And this is, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when my parents, when I, my, I agree, my parents I agree. left me home alone with my siblings, and if they came back home and the house was trashed, like, yeah, you get a spanking, you get a timeout, you're ground. Okay, now this has got nothing to do with the apocalypse. <laughs> I came back, the kitchen is on fire, your sibling is bleeding. <laughs> exactly. Like, you did what to the money? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, I forget what were we talking about before. <laughs> We were talking about the the ramifications on end of the world obsessions. Oh, yes. And how we feel about it. Well, that's how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Somebody. All right. Uh, forehead, you got any input here? Nope. Hey. No. Okay. <laughs> He really likes his underground bunker. Yeah, he really does. I do. I mean, rain or shine, zombies or pandemic, it does work pretty well to have an underground bunker. Exactly. Oh, okay, so zombies. When I was in FEMA, um, I don't know, if, am I like sworn to not tell this? I don't know, I don't remember. Doesn't matter, I'm saying it anyways. <laughs> it's not really that top, okay. So we were Well, if we don't hear from you next week, then... Uh... <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the... <laughs> it's not... I mean, okay, it's fine. It's not a big deal. When we went... We went to Alabama for this training, and at <laughs> this... Uh, I'll just call it a gated place. Anyways, the decorations on their wall were pictures of staff doing training with... it. So the part of the people in the pictures were in hazmat suits, and the other part of the people in the pictures were dressed up like zombies, and then there were casualties, and people on stretchers, and, and that, that those pictures were their decorations, because that's the kind of training they did. Like, I don't know. It was just weird. Maybe it was a joke, and nobody told me, but they had a statue <laughs> of a guy that was wearing a hazmat suit. I don't know. Just weird. I don't really know how this is related, but zombies. Apocalypse. I, I mean, I do Just think. After in the background. I do think it is, and 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 this is just, this is just me. I don't have a PhD in this, but I think that all that angst of our parents and our grandparents' generation of the Cold War, believing that uh, nukes were gonna fall and everyone was gonna die, that angst kind of got a lot of energy got put into that. I mean. Kids were trained to hide under desks, you know. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. 
the the leader of the Soviet Union couldn't sneeze without the Western world saying, oh, no, we're all going to die. So I kind of feel like all that energy, all that angst, all that fear had to get put somewhere, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Because the the Soviet Union collapsed, and then then what? Um, Yeah, 9-11 was a horrible, awful thing. I can't watch a superhero movie without getting anxieties every time a building collapsed, but it's just not the same, mm-hmm. you know? So so what are we gonna do? Uh, zombies, yeah, that's a great way to put all of our fears, <laughs> you know, and it's, it just doesn't match up if you think about it, you know? Mm. Um, but that's me waxing philosophical, so, yeah. Yeah. Anyone else on the apocalypse? Or has this episode reached its apocalyptic <laughs> end? Uh, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. No, I mean... Okay, all right, all right. You got something? One, one question still is kind of racking my brain. Okay. Why is this such a big deal? Like, why is this something that we still see a dozen movies about every year? Like, bigger movies, not just, like, all the side movies that come out about it, too. But, like, this is a topic that just won't go away. And we just keep making it a big deal. Like, people keep wanting to see stuff that are, you know, the next big movie or, like, the next big theory or... You know, somebody theorizes something about a meteor that's coming, and all of a sudden, everybody assumes that it's going to blow a su- blow apart the Earth. Like, I th- why is the apocalypse something that we hold so tightly to? I think that it has more to do with what we were talking about earlier, or what the captain was talking about earlier about we all think we'd be the one to survive, and so it's maybe the hero mentality of the movies more than the apocalyptic. I don't know. That's just my guess. Like. Yeah, you. I would yeah. say, go ahead. That's that's it. Well, I would say that, um, like, okay, let's look at the other genres. All right, um, I don't actually see giant robots in disguise becoming a thing, so that immediately rules out the Transformers. Um, <laughs> our superheroes are the Kardashians and Mark Zuckerberg. So they're not going to build a super iron suit and Hulk out. So that rules that out. Um, yeah, because our superheroes are sad. I'm sorry. Um, so zombies. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. So what's left? <laughs> the end of the world, you know? I mean, that is, that is the only semi-plausible thing that's, gonna, that's left. Um, I guess looking through my historical lens, you know, back when colonialism was what all the cool kids were doing, you know, young men read, you know, read up the stories of how they would put on their, their, you know, their pith helmet, get their gun and, you know, bring civilization to those savages and steal all the rubber and oil. Wait, you mean you that know? was just um, the colonial ages? Because I feel like I've heard people say that these days. Well, it was a really big deal back during the Industrial <laughs> Revolution. And it, it does happen now, but we don't, glor- we don't glorify it anymore, you know. And it's, it's not as cool as the end of the world. So, you know, men would fantasize about that. And some got on board and did that and then realized uh, colonializing is hard. Also, the natives tend to shoot back. Um, <laughs> and that hurts, too. Um, you know, and so that's, that's, that's one 
plausible fantasy that's left where you get to be the hero. That would be okay. You know, that would be my All guess. Right. That would yeah. That would be my guess. But also, you know, like it maybe okay. Even assuming that that's not an actual thing, it might just be. I personally think it's a really fun genre myself. I don't actually think it's gonna happen. But you know, it's it's a genre that has appeal to me because I think it's it's cool. You know, um, that's my two cents. All right, I can buy that. You can definitely well, buy yeah. that. Like, why do we have why do we have the the rom com every year? You know, some people want to fall in love. There's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, that's how I see what's it. What's that for? It's just, it's just interesting to think. Like, I, well, I did the, just take the few genres that still exist, like heroes and magic and um, the end of the world stuff. Like, if you started looking at as a broad scale, like, yeah, you actually do see quite a few where people can fantasize about being the hero and those are some of the only ones left that we can still present in the future as like even remotely possible you know like not it's just so hard to look into the past and see things that would still relate so i get it that hero movies and post-apocalyptic movies and sci-fi uh adventure films like all of that sort of stuff all of that does ring true to the idea of potentially being the hero so i that's interesting i just hadn't thought about that that's cool yeah yeah i agree i mean if you really think about it the book of eli is just you know lord of the rings but in the post-apocalypse <laughs> Oh my gosh. No. No. Do not put those on the same tier list. No, that's not. No. Oh my gosh. I think we need to end this episode. I feel a lot I'm just going to look getting... over at my friends when we're watching like The Hobbit. And I'm going to be like, you know what movie this reminds me of? Listen, it's not the best analogy, but it's an analogy nonetheless. Okay. Right? Hey, I didn't say that it didn't have any validity. I'm just saying, I, I don't know if I can ever picture my life the same way. Just... Okay. So since oh, we were done, am I, am I closing this out? Are we done? I, I, think, I think we're done. So. What? I just said I think we're done. Okay. <laughs> Please, for the love of God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, thank you for listening to The Survival of Us. If you really want us to to survive, which if you've been with us this long, thank you. Bless your soul. Anyways, if you want us to help us survive, go subscribe. If you want us to survive the apocalypse, here we go. I'm sorry, okay. I interrupted your, your premeditated speech. Yeah, the last speech. line so is supposed sorry. to be help us survive, go subscribe. Or go subscribe to help us survive. Whatever, same thing. Okay, bye. <laughs>